0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. I am your host, Nathan Ragland, and today we have an epic podcast ready for you. Today we have George Gant, a cartoonist with strips like On the Grind, The Reset Button, and Beware of Toddler in his repertoire. Our conversation was a fun little chat about his strips, his family, his love of video games, and so much more, and I hope you enjoy. If you do enjoy, Please subscribe or follow on whatever platform you use to listen to the podcast. Also, follow us on Twitter, at PostModArtPod, for future updates and guest announcements. And now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. Alright, George, before we get started, I must ask the icebreaker question I ask for every single podcast, what is your most unpopular art opinion?
1: I don't think I have one. <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't, I don't think I have one because I mean, at the end of the day, art is uh, subjective. So I, I don't think that I, I really don't have one.
0: Like, there's not one that like you can say and people are just gonna turn around and be like, "What was that? What? Huh?"
1: <laughs> with art? No, I mean, I, I can give my opinion about a million other things, but with 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 that one, no. Nah. <laughs>
0: I mean, I say art, but, like, I'm also, like, casting a wide net myself, so it could be about, like, animation, it could be video games, music, just any sort of, you know, like, thing that can be considered a medium of art.
1: Yeah, if I, if I have to throw one out there, um, okay, I, I got one. Okay. Uh, just because art, uh, just because art and different mediums and things like that is catered to towards adult, and you have to have adult things in it that doesn't necessarily make it good.
0: Okay, okay. Care to elaborate on that a little bit?
1: I think of myself as an all-ages creator and things like that, mm-hmm. and a lot of the things that I see are tailored towards um, grown-ups, pretty much, and not grown-up in the sense where um. You know, you have, like, gripping stories and things like that that grownups can understand, but people will throw in uh, bad language or violence or or nudity and things like that just for the sake of having them, and it's not going to make your product any better.
0: Right, right. Okay. Okay, so the – I want to figure out the right way to word this. Basically, the the forced uh, edition of adult things for adult content. That's a hill you're willing to die on?
1: Absolutely. All right, it there. doesn't make the adult content good content.
0: There we go. And I cannot think of a better way to word it. And I cannot think of a better way to start the Postmodern Art Podcast. Welcome, everyone. I am your host, Nathan Raglan. Uh, feel free to subscribe on YouTube, uh, follow on whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. Follow us on Twitter at Postmod Art Pod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <clears throat> He is a colorist, illustrator, and cartoonist who's been making strips since at least 2006 with three incredible ongoing strips online ranging from the epic world of video games to the reality of work and children. Please welcome to the podcast, George Gantz. George, how are you doing today? How are you today? I am doing Absolutely amazing and incredible um, thank you so much for taking time every day to sit down and just chat about your strips and such because I I don't know how long ago it was, but it was uh, beware of toddler that was the strip that I first noticed of you. I just thought that it was hilarious kind of having the the day to day like just the life of you know dealing with a toddler because you know it could be glorified sometimes and when in reality it could be a nightmare sometimes as you shown in your strips. <laughs>
1: The Beautiful Nightmare. A Beautiful Nightmare.
0: There we go. But before we get into, you know, the strips themselves, I want to kind of more or less know the origin stories of you, uh, of your art and such. What got you interested in art and cartoons and comics?
1: Man, I've been wanting to do this my whole my whole life. Uh When I was a kid, I came across a ton. Like, it had to be like at least seven or eight. uh Calvin and Hobbes' book collection. Okay. And... And I I fell in love with the strip, and I fell in love with strips in general. Um, I I would read those books left and right. And around the same time, I started drawing myself. And I realized, hey, I want want to draw cartoons. And granted, I was like eight or nine, so that was nearly 30 years ago. And years later, here I am drawing (laughs) cartoons.
0: I mean, you say that, like, it's a bad thing. I mean, no. I was going to say, when was it for you, when did it transform from just a love for this stuff to a possibility of making this, like, your life, your career and such?
1: I would say it happened at two different parts of my life. Okay. Um, I, I, like I said, I've I've been drawing since I was a kid. I was drawing in class. I wasn't doing my work. I was just drawing. And um, in high school, I, I... I went to the school's paper, to the editor, and I just threw it out there. Hey, can I draw some comics? <laughs> right? She said yes. Now, I love the draw, but at this time I hadn't drawn any comics of my own. Right. Um, but I came through, uh, I started doing editorials for the articles in the paper. Okay. Uh, people liked them. Uh, lots of people liked them to the point where I won three city-wide Awards.
0: Wow.
1: Okay. uh, For my editorials, and um, I live in Chicago, so that's a a lot. Yeah, that is. You know, that's a pretty big award. Um, and I and I did that, uh, and I did that for a few years. Um, and after school, uh, after high school, uh, when I went to college, I started uh, leaning closer to like graphic design and things like that. Um, so I didn't really do much uh, cartooning. And then after college, uh, I'm working at Starbucks. Um, I'm taking other classes on the side. I'm bored. I have nothing going on in my life uh, in my mind. And so I'm just sitting in a math class one day, and I, I don't see myself doing anything with the math that they're teaching us. And yeah. I'm bored. I can't understand the teacher uh, because of a very heavy accent. Mm-hmm. So um, the language barriers alone is going to fail me. So I just started like drifting off, and I come up with like some cartoon ideas just out of pure boredom. There we go. And I and yeah, and it was it was a cool time because around this time is when like Family Guy started uh, taking off.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, around when Family Guy started taking off, when Adult Swim started. Uh, with, like, Aquatine and all those shows. Mm-hmm. And around that time is when I discovered Penny Arcade. And, and I saw, like, these guys are making comics every day, and they're awesome, and they're funny. And I can draw, and I like comics, and I like video games. Why can't I do this, too?
0: There we go. You know?
1: I don't I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I don't want to sling coffee for the rest of my life. Let's draw Let's draw some comics. That actually led to um, the birth of my first webcomic.
0: Okay,
1: and that and around that time, that's when I realized, hey, look, I want to, I want to, give it a shot. I want to see where this goes. And you know, um, it didn't really go anywhere uh, at first. It didn't really go anywhere until, uh, about a few years after my on the grind comic, when uh, when someone reached out to me with the idea of publishing my web comics. Well,
0: there we go.
1: And. And that's when I started taking it seriously, when I started um, trying to learn more about, like, the business of making comics and not just making comics. And, man, that must have been about six or seven years ago. <laughs> and uh, here, we, yeah, here we are now.
0: Seems like forever in the, with, you know, quarantine all that stuff, huh? <laughs> 2020
1: alone has been six or seven years, so I guess it's, <laughs> there's another 14 years. <laughs> Since I put out that book, but yeah,
0: yeah, goodness. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. The first one was it? Was it the reset button or on the grind? Which one was first?
1: Okay, so the it was the reset button. Okay, but here's the thing: there are two versions of the reset button. Oh. And the first one was from uh, from 2006, and uh, I did a couple hundred strips actually, Dang. and it was me trying my best to do a video game comic in the family guy, Edge Lord Aquatine mold because I was an idiot in my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, just like two years after I started that comic is when I started on the grind.
0: Okay. Okay. There we go. Um, Before we delve too much into the strips themselves, I kind of want to know, like you said yourself that like, you know, Family Guy, Aqua Team Hunger Force, like that was an influence for at least the reset button. What other sort of influences kind of like had an impact for what you produce as well as your art style?
1: Well, uh, like I said earlier, uh, Calvin and Hobbes, that was like the big one. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's still a big influence today. Um, Calvin and Hobbes was a big one. Uh, Bloom County was a big one. Um, of course you have your Garfield and your Peanuts. Those are like like the big four. Uh there was also like Jumpstart and Curtis. Uh those were big ones. Um and still influence me to this day. And uh other than that, uh I was as an adult, I was influenced a lot by uh the boondocks. Okay. Uh yeah, that was big around the time. But yeah. um I I, I like the cartoon and then i discovered the comic strips afterward
0: right right
1: and that and that was a big influence for me um uh as well um uh, besides those uh those comic influences i've also been influenced by uh video game art mm, okay um because i grew up in like the the 90s the 80s and 90s, so I've I lived through the 16-bit era, and I was yeah. just like, I loved all of it, so I was influenced by the art styles um, as well. All right. And uh, from there, while I'm not a big anime uh, mega fan, I was also influenced around the same time by uh, Tezuka. Okay. And I, I still, there's still things that he did that I would actually like to do someday, that I would like to um, influence more on my work. But that's that hasn't happened yet.
0: <laughs> it's it's coming though. It's coming. You, see, you know, definitely on the horizon at some point, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it's on the way.
0: <laughs> It'll eventually get here. Um, <laughs> uh, I was gonna say as I was uh, doing my little research on you, I noticed I found your website that you have posted up. I was gonna say like when you first click onto it, the first thing that you see plastered across it is a TMNT uh, fan art that you did. How much of an influence was like the shows like that? on your uh, humor and your artwork as well.
1: So I didn't miss the turtles. But that, <laughs> that did my top three like all time favorite franchises. There you go. And, uh, and it was uh it was much like the boondocks. It was all about the cartoon. Um it was about the, the 87 series. Uh, I'm old enough to have experiences with those films when they came out.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I I just watched Turtles all day. I would come home from school, Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles, Ninja Turtles. Um, even even now, like I'll, I'll find myself trying to watch Ninja Turtles. I'm trying to I'm trying to get my kids to watch Ninja Turtles. I've got I've got Turtles toys like back there, um, and that that was a big one too. I don't know why it didn't pop in my head for me.
0: <laughs> I mean, hey, I mean sometimes you need something to remind you, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was going to say something else that might remind you of. Another thing, as I was, uh, again, as I was trying to do my research and such, I noticed little hints of it here and there, but as a fan of it myself, how much of an influence was wrestling on some of the stuff that you uh, did as well?
1: Well, the funny thing is, I'm not influenced at all by wrestling with my art, but I am a fan. I know it's a shirt you have on. Thank you. (laughs) I am a fan, and um, one thing I have been doing lately is just, like throwing in some wrestling um,
0: references, Easter here in
1: eggs here and there. <laughs> yeah, I did a couple, uh, especially for B.Y. Tyler, but that was like the first time I've really tried it. However, I, I am a fan. I've been a fan. Um, and yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's a good thing. It's always nice to find another fan out in the wild out there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of us.
0: Oh, the, the, I mean. If there's not a lot of us, there's a loud bunch of us, as you can tell from the Twitter community alone. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh I, yeah. Yeah, no joke. I was gonna say, uh, like the one that really got me, like just laughing, was the the one that you did where you recreated the uh, the Undertaker Kane or Undertaker uh, Undertaker Mankind scene, and then like the panel below is just your daughter pushing off the, the
1: brother. <laughs> yeah, that was the first one. Um... That was the first one. I don't even know where it came from. <laughs> like, I don't even know like where like where it popped in my mind. Because this was before they started doing all the Undertaker 30th stuff and all yeah. that stuff. And, and I do it this year. But, um, yeah, I don't know what. I guess I just thought a bunk band and thought hell in the cell. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean, fair <laughs> enough. Well, I mean, speaking of, you know, like the influences from that, I want to go a little bit further. I know, like I said, you know, you said yourself on the grind was partially influenced by the fact that you were working the coffee job, but how much of your real life do you like to put into your strips? I mean, obviously, you know, Beware of Toddler is one that seems, I think you, I don't know if that was the one. No, it was on the grind. You said it was like quasi-autographical, autobiographical, or something along the lines of
1: that? Yeah, it was uh, pretty much on the grind. Uh, I did about 400 strips. Oh, wow. Uh, I want to say uh, the vast majority of uh, the first year, year and a half, were like, one-to-one recreations <laughs> <laughs> like uh there was there was an early strip about a customer uh telling the main character to treat his uh his uh POS system like a basketball okay and and it seems like a crazy racial joke and things like that. Uh, because the customer was white and, uh, and the main character was black but i kid you not that happened 100 <laughs> that was a complete true story my wow. second day working at like caribou coffee that happened and it blew it blew my mind wow so like w- when i decided to draw the comic i knew that had to go in there
0: yeah that that would be something to you know people would look at it and just be like, that actually happened. Like, I imagine a lot of people were probably thinking that was a joke at first, but...
1: That <laughs> actually happened. A lot of it, like, a lot of the early stuff with um, with On The Grind actually happened. Uh, I'll, you know, write certain things to make it funny, but, like, the, the scenarios that it leads to completely real. And it's not just, like, exact things that happened, but I try to capture, like, the mannerisms of the people you deal with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and translate that to the comic because it's not just a matter of hey this thing happened it's also this person is like this way and this is what will happen in this scenario. So uh, so I do that with On a Grind and I do that with Beware of Toddler as well.
0: I was gonna say like with uh with Beware of Toddler uh you know like. You said, you know, the first year and a half of that, how much was, like, real-life stuff, how much of the stuff that you actually put in Beware of Toddler is, like, true one-to-one, like, it basically happened?
1: Especially with the early early stuff. Is I'll take a real thing that happened, and then I'll make it funny. Um, I'll blow it out of proportion, of course, because mm-hmm. in my mind, Beware of Toddler is Tom and Jerry for 2020.
0: Oh, okay. You know, I never thought of it like that before. That actually makes sense. Holy crap.
1: <laughs> so that's 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 my thought process with it. Um but a lot of it is, is true and a lot of it's pretty accurate. I mean I modeled the main character after myself and my daughter.
0: Right.
1: Um like they they actually kinda look like not hundred percent, but almost you know, almost there. And um but a lot of things that happen, you know, happens in Tyler, like the first comic was when um, the toddler was looking for the daddy, and the toddler found the daddy, like, in the closet. Like, that's something that actually happened. I was, um... Sometimes my, my kids will start playing,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I'll just hide, and I'll see how long it takes for them to realize I'm missing, and they'll find me. Um, so, uh... It, it never, like, goes like past, like, five minutes. Fair enough. <laughs> because uh, there are times I'll, like, make noises, try to get their attention. But, um... That that's the thing that happened, and then the second comic when the toddler eats a crayon and it just instantly runs. Mm-hmm. That is something that has not only happened to me, but every single parent <laughs> I have ever met in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, that one is what like that was the one that everyone loves, and that's the one that everyone can relate to the most because it's a real thing. That's what they do. It's, it's crazy. Like that's what that's what babies do. That's what toddlers do. And I, I just ran from there. Any crazy thing that my daughter did, I will put in the comic. And it's gotten so crazy to the point where—and this happened today. Um, I was—I was in um, my bedroom. Okay. I was—I uh, was getting dressed, and I was things like that. And I had the door locked because the toddler was just busting the door because that's what they do. Um, the door was locked. My daughter could not get inside. And I kid you not, she took a toy wand. And my door is older, so it has a keyhole. Yeah. So she took a toy wand and she put it in the keyhole trying to pick the lock. <laughs> now, as crazy as that sounds,
0: okay.
1: I kid you not, this is completely true. An hour before that happened, I came up with the idea of a toddler picking a lock in a comic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're, you're just on the ball with the stuff. Like you, you've come up with stuff even before it happens, huh?
1: <laughs> exactly. And so that's going to be a future comic. Um and yeah, and that that was the wildest thing that that blew my mind.
0: Yeah,
1: I guess she actually did it. Like,
0: <laughs> I was gonna say you gotta go like all out with it, do like the the Mission Impossible, like you know the the classic, you know, coming down from the wires and then like digging out the the wand. <laughs>
1: thinking, just... I was thinking of that one. I was thinking of uh the the Skyrim thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one too. That's a good one too. <laughs> you know, the screen, so I have to draw it out that's gonna be fun
0: oh i certainly can't wait to insiders look of you know future comics people <laughs> spoiler spoiler my bad um well so we we talked about like the real life influences with those and we'll definitely talk a lot more about those but i also want to give a little bit of love as well to the reset button as well because the 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 characters in the world that you developed for that one like that one is insane what made you come up with the uh the concept for the reset button
1: that was just that's plainly like my love for gaming Okay. Because um, I'm, a, I'm a big gamer. And um, like I said, the, fir- the first reset button was because I love these edgy Adult Swim cartoons and things like that. And I love video games. I thought i put the, the two together. But with the second button, uh, I decided to go for an all ages route. And it would be I, I want to retain the, the humor of the original, but I wanted it to be clean. So, because uh, I wanted children to be able to relate to this character. And at the same time, I wanted to cram in as many video game references and Easter eggs as I can, almost, almost like a, an educational tool, but not educational. Like, you want to learn about the history of video games? Look at that panel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And so that's what that's pretty much where we're at now. Uh, I stopped doing a webcomic
0: okay.
1: uh, a year and a half ago pretty much once where Tolerance started, uh, I had to put a lot of things on the back burner because that became really popular really fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but with the reset button, I I, I decided that instead of doing um, a comic strip format webcomic, I'm going to go into full-on comic book.
0: Ooh, okay, okay.
1: And um, on my Patreon, I actually have, like, the first draft. It's actually drawn out, Ooh. like, fully drawn out. Uh, on my Patreon page, uh, available for for read for anybody. Like you don't have to pay to read it or anything like that, um, because I decided that that comic book I want to be a graphic novel now.
0: No, oh, there we go, there we go. Sort of so developing it more and more. I see. Okay.
1: So what started as a twenty-two page book is now going to be um, multiplied by five and uh, an entire story. Okay. So I. So I'm going to work on that. Uh, the two pages I drew, I decided to go back and rewrite a lot of it. Um, and I'm going to draw, redraw a lot of it and change some things up. And it's going to be like this great video game story uh, that stands on its own. Um, video game references on every single page. Video game Easter eggs. Um, past and present, because it's also about the history of video games. Because mm-hmm. the main character is the son of... A main character in the thing of genesis type era mm-hmm. so so that's going to be a lot of fun and i can't wait to finish that book because that's that's going to be like the big big one
0: i mean you i'm just first learning about this and i'm already like ecstatic about it because that just sounds like absolutely incredible i was looking through like different uh panels and stuff again doing my research and such i remember seeing somewhere that the 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 fact that he described alone as Tiny Toon Adventures mixed with uh, crossed with Sonic the Hedgehog, like that, had me sold in a heartbeat. Like, the, like I said, like the world and you know all these different characters and such. Like, h- how does this creativity flow from a person? That's all I have to know. <laughs>
1: well, came with the idea, because the real idea was this would be a video game high school. Mm-hmm. This was before video game high school. Right. Right. <laughs> um and. One, and when that came out, I was kinda I was kinda mad because I'm like, this is my idea, I came up with it, I came up with this comic. Nobody reads the comic, Everybody watches right, watching the show. So I was like, okay, how about we do elementary school? I can still do it. It's it's not gonna be live action. It's gonna be okay for kids. Uh I have the copyright on the comic. There you go. <laughs> so so like I, I hold that the the copyright um um on this comic. So let's let's do this. Let's get it done. This and it's my first comic. Um, it's my most important one, in my opinion. So so I I just need to sit down. I need to hammer out the rest of these pages. Um, it's gonna be the like the, like the largest world of any of my comics. Um, because it's gonna be like tiny again, tiny Tooth adventures meets tiny the hedgehog. Throw a little ducktails in there.
0: Oh, there we go. So
1: um, it's it's gonna be a lot of fun, and I cannot wait.
0: finish? I was gonna say I know with the other two comics, obviously the main character is probably the one you best relate to. But for the reset button, which one of the characters do you personally like relate to the most? Like you put yourself like this is as close to me as I can get.
1: To me, in, in some way, uh, my favorite character would act, would be reset because he reset to me is was me as a child. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do what I was supposed to do. I have all this great potential and whatnot, but I don't want to do what, I, what I'm what i supposed to do. I don't want to do my work. Uh, I need to learn to get my act together and make this thing happen. Um, and then, you know, the main characters of On The Grind, that was pretty much my life in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Beware Tyler is literally me as of the last year. So,
0: I was going to say it's you you your as an adult, as a parent, which is, you know, something that I think a lot of people can easily latch onto and I think that could probably be the easy reason why a lot of people have noticed it. Have you been surprised with kind of the attention that uh your strips have gotten at this point?
1: I've never seen it coming, especially on social media. Um yeah, especially because I've been doing this for so long, it's kind of weird that you spend, like, two years doing a comic, and some people know about it, and then you spend another, like, six years doing another comic, and some people know about it, and then you do one comic in a day, and thousands of people just flock to your site. That's <laughs> – it, it, it's crazy. Like, like – I'll put it this way. I've done quite, I've done quite a few podcasts. I love doing podcasts. I love doing conventions. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have not done a single podcast until I created Beware Toddler. Really? Yeah. Like, like, like none. So like, it, it it's insane that people um, like the comic as well as it is, they do. And then as of late, they've been linking Beware Toddler to other things I've done. And that surprised me. <laughs> I've had people say, "Hey, aren't you the guy?" Because, um, well, before, like in the middle of all this, I used to draw like a lot of mashup art.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: And um, and I've done this mashup piece between uh Stephen Universe and Steve Urkel. And yeah. It was called Stephen uh, Urkelverse. I saw that. One. And uh, <laughs> that was one of my favorites. But then, um the mashups actually went pretty viral.
0: Yeah.
1: And then people found out like that I was the same person that did that everywhere Tyler, and they were like, "Oh my god, you're the same guy." I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am. And then, some one other person was like, uh, "Oh my god, you're the same person who did the reset button." I used to like the reset button, ha- um, like uh, helped us to create our own comic. And I'm, I'm thinking, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm happy, but I hate every single comic I make after I make it. <laughs> But no, it, it's been, it's been amazing. It's an amazing feeling that so many people can relate and and people that can enjoy. And I'm not even talking about comics people. Like you know, like people like us that's in the loop. Mm-hmm. I'm talking like people that don't normally read comics. Like those, that's where the most, the majority of the uh, the B. Ware Tyler is coming from. Like people that wouldn't um that wouldn't know comics outside of Marvel movies right block to my comic and and i think that i I can't tell you how incredible that is it's scary but it's incredible (laughs)
0: Well, I can only imagine how scary it must be for you, but I think, you know, for a lot of people, like I imagine, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's probably a good chunk of audience that do like your stuff. They're, you know, parents themselves. So like they see your comics and they like instantly like relate to it. It's like, yeah, my toddler does the exact same thing. You know, my toddler does something similar to that and such. I mean, is that kind of the response you've been getting or has it been just like a wide net of just like different people liking different things?
1: Well, that's the majority. And, and it's easy to understand. Um uh- but a lot of people will just say, Hey, I, I it's funny. I get a lot of people say, I don't have kids, but I love this comic. And I I'm some
0: one people... of those people I'll say, I'm one of those people. I don't have a kid, but I I cannot get enough of those comics. Those are just hilarious. But go on.
1: Fantastic. Like and, and that made me feel amazing. Um sometimes it makes me feel like I like I don't want y'all to think that this is like a uh, like a do not do list or whatnot. I don't want mm-hmm. the comic to be like, like, Hey, I, maybe I should not do this. Cause the comic told me not to act like this. It, it's not to like that. It's all in good fun. Um, uh, parenting is hard. And a lot of it is you learn as you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so don't take my comments as gospel. Just sit back, enjoy it.
0: If nothing else, you're just trying to tell a funny story for someone. To just kick back and relax for a little bit. So,
1: uh, tell a funny story um you can vent because kids are hard yeah <laughs> a venting tool um that's where I on the ground came from it was a venting tool I was venting about my job um yeah and it's fun it's something to read it's clean it's wholesome in 2020 it's it's different from what you see on Twitter every single day
0: oh yeah it's it's a nice break more than anything else <laughs>
1: So you know um I mean maybe except for that one masker comic but that anti massacre comic but that's another thing but I'm just it's all about fun and at the end of the day it's a comic yeah you know
0: absolutely I just want to backtrack just for a little bit real second because I again while I was doing my little research for you I saw like a bunch of that mashup art or whatnot. personal favorite one Jort Knight just gonna say it John Cena Fortnite mashup that one was just it's brilliant and funny enough I could totally see like Epic and WWE eventually doing that at some point I I, I, because it'd be easy for them to do I feel like
1: (laughs) oh they did not
0: they did not they did one with Brawlhalla but they didn't do one with Fortnite
1: they did brawl Brawlhalla and Rocket League,
0: yeah. I believe. Which the Rocket League one's like, okay, that's weird, but sure. <laughs> I,
1: I'll bet money that they'll do it before the end of next year.
0: I mean, for God's sakes, with the, like, the recent announcements of the fact that they got Kratos, Master Chief, and the Walking Dead people. Walking in Dead. It, yeah. the fact, they got those guys into Fortnite. I'm sure it won't be too long before, WWE's, or before Vince McMahon's like, ooh, yes, there's money here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's going to happen. It's going to happen just the way you're going to see Becky Lynch, you're going to see yeah. Tina, you're going to see Roman Reigns, you're going to see The Fiend, and The Undertaker. I, I, I'm, I'm certain of it. I'm
0: going to tell you right now, if there is a Fiend skin for Fortnite, I don't play Fortnite like at all. I will literally jump into the game just to get that skin, because that Fiend is incredible. <laughs> that's what we do with Master Chief. Like, I don't play, but I will buy Master Chief skin. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. If that's the case... Fortnite is winning <laughs> they want they want your money they, they are winning
1: yeah uh, you can you can like them all you want to and me personally i don't think it's a bad game i don't like the, yeah. the uh the building aspects that's it
0: thank you but thank, um, i'm sorry i'm that's my major thing It's one of those like i don't mind like a battle royale in general or whatnot it's just i suck at building
1: <laughs> if they took out the building i, I would play Fortnite happily it, it's it's fun it is fun it's smooth it's mm-hmm. very smooth it's just the building. I I, I cannot whatsoever.
0: <laughs> That's fair enough.
1: Like I don't even build when I when I do play. I don't build. I just go straight through.
0: That, there you go. It's one of those. I, I if if whenever I did play, I tried to find like a good group of friends that are like halfway decent at the game. They could take care of the building. I'm just going to be trying to shoot the enemies. <laughs> That's all I want. There you go. There you go. Um, but with all this, you know with all this love and support that's been coming for your strips as well. And you know, all the stuff that's been coming forward, what's been like your proudest or like the most surreal moment for you when it comes to your comics?
1: Uh, when I published my first book, uh, it was on underground book. Well, I had it published. Uh, it was that. Um, when I did my first comic convention like on my own, the first time it was with my publisher, but the first time I did it on my own was like was amazing. There we go. Um, and the day after I created, oh, I want to say like the first month of Beware Tyler, because I've never seen anything of mine grow that fast. Yeah. Was, and yeah. and the award nomination that came along with it too. No, oh,
0: I you know. I, didn't, I didn't even see the award nomination. What award was it up for? So,
1: nominated for what was it like rising star new well award nominations there were three okay uh best webcomic and something else I, I didn't win any of them and i don't care that's fine i'm i'm happy to be nominated
0: <laughs> i'll say the nomination alone is more than worth it as as a filmmaker with some of my posts my posts on the my posters on the wall right here it's always incredible just to be nominated more or less
1: <laughs> yes i agree
0: <laughs> um I, I just have to ask this real quickly. I don't know how well they can comprehend it, but how like does your toddler know that she's somewhat of a famous celebrity at this point?
1: <laughs> well, my top. It's weird because my toddler's already like. I don't want to say she's she's conceited, uh, that she's arrogant, <laughs> but she's very much uh, look at me. I want to be the face of the uh, the center of attention type person. Right. And when she sees me making a comic strip, she'll be like, That's me, that's me, that's daddy. Um and when I first started the comic, she it was shortly before before she turned two. Okay. So she really she she knew like a little bit. Hey daddy, daddy, daddy. I mean, she's three now. Um she's like three and a half, so she she can recognize all of it and we can have conversations about it. But um but she she's aware that that's that's her, or it's based on her. But she doesn't and, understand, um,
0: like, and, the uh, scope of, like, how out there she is yet, really,
1: huh? She doesn't She doesn't know that. And that's good. I don't need how to grow an even bigger head than she yeah. already
0: has. <laughs> Probably for the best. Because... <laughs> I was like, "Cause next Man. thing you know, she'll probably like walk around thinking she's like the big boss around." <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, it's your comic, but I'm the star." <laughs> like, so long lines of that.
1: It's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. <laughs> if I keep this up for a couple more years, I, like because she's like she's about two years away from school, and oh boy, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're already you're already both dreading that, but also already planning the comics to go around that.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, Man. I can,
0: I can only imagine the back-to-school shopping one that's going to start it off.
1: <laughs> it's, it's exciting, though. Yeah. And I've still got time.
0: I mean, if nothing else, I mean, again, I don't know from experience, but I mean, like, you know, raising a kid, like, it's it's hard and challenging, but, you know, it's also a blessing. So, I mean, and nothing else, the fact that you get to share this, like, little thing with her must be, like, it, it must be incredible for you in your perspective.
1: It's, uh it is it, it's it's crazy because it's i mean it's a story about me and my kid yeah. um i mean you can't get any better than that um and i kind of wanted to feel that way with both of my kids because i have two children right so i made sure that i incorporate uh, her brother like a character based on her brother into that as well um and he, he totally gets it um, because he's, uh, he's at the age where he's starting to read comics Well, he's reading comics okay. on his own and, and he loves comics now. Okay. Like I, me and I, I'll go in his room and he'll have, uh, comic books in his bed. I have to take them out of his bed. He's <laughs> like dead hit and he'll read Tyler. And even if there's a, a comic without the, the, the brother character in it, he'll still enjoy it, which is really nice.
0: That's good.
1: So, so that's pretty rewarding. Um, at the very least, my kids are reading my comics.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, you know, I, I can only imagine how proud you must be, knowing that, you know, hey, you know, these this is something that you know your kids are gonna one day look back and think like, this was our dad basically telling us our childhood more or less. So.
1: Yeah, they're they're gonna be embarrassed at one point, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> well, I'm sure some <laughs> I'm sure some of the gross out ones, your your daughter's definitely gonna be more. <laughs>
1: Like when they when they become teenagers, it's going to be a pain. But it is my goal that if they're teenagers, something big happens with this comic, and if that's the case, and they can complain about me, I, I can say, "Hey, you're eating." <laughs> so that, that that's my goal.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say, hey, if nothing else, like at some point you have to you know rebrand it to beware of teenagers. So I mean, might as well go ahead and prepare them for it. Oh man, that'll be neat there you go. <laughs> um, I, I have to ask for you personally. Like, I know like this stuff is still growing to this day. Do you have like an end goal in mind with these comic strips?
1: Yes, yes. Um, at some point, I'm going to want to switch mediums.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I, I like comics. Um, I like comics, and and I hate to say this, but I, as much as I like comics, I did not get into comics um with comics in mind like okay. I thought about like the whole shebang I thought about animation I thought about I I've always wanted my own cartoons right. my own animated cartoons I like, guess well um with the reset button I've thought of video games um because you're getting to the point where you have one man Studios making games um and that's something that I think I can do I, I like to do because in addition to drawing, I'm a big computer guy.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So I I, I grew up uh, learning programming things like that. Um, I I spent like when the pandemic started. Um, my first thought was I have time to build my machine. So there you go. <laughs> and and so, so I built a couple of machines um, over the last few, like, few months. So I figured, hey, maybe I can like I can get this video game done for the reset button. that would be nice. Uh, I came up with a video game idea for On the Grind. Um, Something smaller, but that would be nice. Mm -hmm. Uh, With Beware Taller, I would like to see that in animation. Oh, that would be. I I, I think it would work really well, um, especially since I'm using the Tom and Jerry format, pretty much. Uh, I think it would work really well for that uh, kind of uh, cartoon. Well, you know, there's Two ways to go about it. I uh, you can go to Tom and Jerry route or you can go the Family Sitcom route. I think it will work in both. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of things that I would like to do that comics cannot replicate, especially with dealing with with sound and whatnot. So um that so that's pretty important to me. And that and that's that's a goal. Um after I, I like get all this stuff set up with my books, I've got animation books ready to go. There we go. So, so that's that's the next step after my books are done, and I'm ready.
0: Yeah, there you go. I was gonna say, if you ever do want to make that jump to animation, I have, I mean, as the podcast, I've been in touch with quite a few animators. I can recommend you to a good, uh, few good people. So that would be great. Okay, I'm, I'm more than willing to help out if I can help out help out people in this art community. Um, so I want I want to get like a fun little dream scenario for you. Let's say. Let's say uh, a person comes to you and has like all, you know, how should I word this? Comes up to you and is like, okay, we've seen all the strips that you love and we love every single one of them. We want to publish them, but we also want you to create a brand new strip that's completely original. What would be the dream George
1: strip? Man, I have no idea. <laughs> but if they if they just like told me that like off the bat, I'm not going to know. Because I'll be excited about the idea of creating a strip, but I wouldn't have the inspiration to create the strip. Right. Now, um, I genuinely would not know. Okay.
0: I mean, I was gonna say. I mean,
1: sorry. I have other ideas, but I think one of them may be taken, so I'm not gonna. Um, I'm not. I, I can't talk about it.
0: Fair enough. But I don't
1: think I'm, I. don't think I'll ever do it because I think someone else might uh, beat me to the punch. But I, I honestly would not know where to begin.
0: Okay, okay. I mean, if nothing else, I mean, you've already done a lot with and you've invested a lot of time and effort into the three strips you already do have. So, I mean, I imagine it'd be hard for you to come up with a, a fourth original
1: idea. Okay. I'm actually working on a fourth strip. Oh. I, I'm not, I didn't create it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just doing the art for it. Fair enough. It's actually a big deal but I don't know if I can talk about it yet.
0: We'll just we'll just keep on the download. Just tell people, hey, keep your eyes open because you got something big in the works. Exactly. Uh, I, I'm again. You've got me like excited for all this kind of stuff. Like it's incredible. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> um, well, let me ask this obviously generic question. Where where do you hope to see yourself say five, ten years from now with this stuff?
1: Well, I've used that a long time. Yeah. You think, hey, five years is so long I can't do so much, that's not really a long time. Uh well of course the animation thing. Uh the animation thing, the books. Uh mm-hmm. the big one, the reset button book must be done. Uh I'm already working on the toddler book and the goal is to have it uh available in spring. Uh I five years from now, I wanna see the reset button and, i mean i want to see beware tolerate animation in, in, in any way okay uh whether it's whether it's a show on netflix or youtube shorts or or something that, that that's where i want to be five years from now uh full on um working on these animations while still trying to find a way to you know produce the strips because i want to keep those going Right. As long, right. As, as long as I have the material. Um and uh in addition to that, I, I wanna do I wanna make sure I have more done with the reset button. Uh, the book of course. Um the reset button is something I'd actually like to see in the animation because there's a lot that I would like to do musically in Ooh. regards to that. And um and just like sound, like I, I think about like sound all the time. <laughs> and You can't, you can't do that in the printed book. So, so that's, that's pretty much uh, my, my two main things Um, on the grind. I, I feel like now would be the perfect time to bring it back.
0: You know, now would actually be a good time, especially seeing like all the updated stuff with all the the quarantine rules and seeing how all the shops have to like, you know, be a certain way with all the masks and stuff like that. I can only imagine just how much chaos today's on the grind would bring.
1: Oh man, I, I've come I've thought about that, and I've thought about ideas, and there's so much you can do, do with it. And, and the thing about On the ground is, On the Grind is kind of like my political cartoon. Yeah. I would go over the head with politics, but it's probably the most political of the three. And I could just do so much with the year 2020 alone. Yeah. But I, I just don't have the time. And unfortunately, all the things that I would like to do today would not be relevant in five years. Yeah. So, so, so that would be that would be a challenge.
0: I mean, I will say, like, take away like just the the pure political mask stuff alone. I mean, there's still a good bit of topics that you could talk about with on the grind, like all the online ordering and all the the super special drinks that 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 were here that seemingly weren't here like ten years ago or something like that. You know?
1: Yes. Well, <laughs> they were there to you. Oh, yes, they were there ten years ago. <laughs> I knew about them. <laughs> The world just didn't know about them. Everyone knows about them. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, maybe maybe I'll do something on the side when I when I get a chance. Okay. It's all about time, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, animation. I, I would like to cross over to other mediums, especially with uh, Tyler. Um, that's where I want to be in five years. Um, uh, like for really special, uh, selfish reasons, I want to make some money doing this stuff. There you, you know? go.
0: I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing at all with that.
1: <laughs> so, you should love your craft. My craft don't buy diapers. <laughs> there you go. There but, you go. But you know, it's superficial, but
0: I was yeah. going to say, I can somewhat relate to you. It's kind of one of those like, you know, Hey, you know, you should do the podcast full time. like, I love the podcast, but no one watches it. So I have to work at the factory.
1: Uh- <laughs> it's, dude, it's like that. Like, <laughs> uh, I worked I worked in coffee shops and restaurants and things like that the entire time I was doing uh resetting and on and on the grind. Wow. And the only reason and the only reason I left is because um it was because we found out well I wasn't making a lot of money at my last job anyway. hmm Uh we found out we were having a baby and realized that it would be cheaper for me to stay home than to do daycare. There you go. <laughs> And here we are eight years later. Yeah. And yeah.
0: Could be worse. Could be a lot worse. <laughs> i not bad,
1: bad at all. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty busy as a freelancer, mm-hmm. and I've got some pretty big clients under my belt. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm not complaining, but I need more. <laughs>
0: I need to I need to refer to you to a friend of mine because uh, they were talking about how they had gotten a lot of commissions lately, and like one person was like apparently offering like five hundred bucks for a commission. I'm like, excuse me.
1: <laughs> Those are the best ones. <laughs> it, it, if it's if it's like a single commission and you charge five hundred, because I did that once, mm-hmm. and um, because it was a it was a commercial thing, okay. I think that if you're being commissioned to create something that they're going to make money off of. You should charge more money.
0: Okay. I was going to say
1: that. But I was going to say that, um, and even though I did that, I felt horrible about it. (laughs) Like, I felt like, like, is this right? Am I doing it? Is this the right thing to do? Uh, But I got over it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You got over it. I was going to say that. Was that the, the, was it the acrylic museum glass or something like that, that I saw on your website or something? Was that that one or?
1: no it wasn't that one i mean i made some some pretty good money off of that like (laughs) because well with that one because i did that for for some years and what what it was was um a glass company uh contracted me to draw comics for their client Mm -hmm. their client just happened to be michael's oh okay So, so um so i was drawing these comics for michael's like for years <laughs> and, and and that was wonderful and it was, and it was so much fun and it got to the point where i saw seeing some of my art inside the michael swords themselves
0: <laughs> that must have been surreal so for
1: I, yeah it was awesome and i wish i could still do that because uh i don't think my art was very strong back then so like if i did it now i i think i'd be a lot more satisfied than, I, than back then when i was still fairly new at doing comics. But uh, that, that was a big one, and, um, and I've, I've had some even bigger things than then. Um, I did a Hulu thing a, a couple months ago. Oh, really? Um, it was it was a live drawing session, and it was uh, to promote the TV show Woke.
0: Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. And that was an amazing experience. Oh, and I
0: can only imagine. I hope
1: yeah, man, I hope they reach out to me and do that again because that was like some of the most fun I've ever had, like working in my entire life.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's one of those I'd seen the the commercial for that show. I I need to I need to get a Hulu account more than anything else so I can watch it because it looks incredible more than anything else.
1: Yes, it's it's so good. Um it's so good, it's funny, and, and me as a creative, um and as a creative, I think you will find a lot to relate to
0: mm-hmm well there we go um with that i have one last question for you um obviously obviously as a, a cartoonist colorist illustrator you're an artist at, at your core how important is art not only for you but for the world as a whole
1: i mean there's art in everything um like for me it keeps me sane you know <laughs> you know I, I, won't, I won't go crazy if i draw or I will go crazy if I, if I draw. It, it's, it's a double edged sword, it's a catch twenty two. But um but I mean there's art in everything. Um people think that art is just drawings or cartoons or TV shows. No, like, you have clothing design. like yeah. clothing. Clothing is art. Um uh furniture is art. Uh it, it takes a craft for furniture. Food is art. Yes. Like, I like imagine if food looked disgusting but still tasted as good as it does, it wouldn't matter. Um, you know, so like, like, there's art all around us, like, and, and every, literally every single thing, um, every single thing that is created by man is art, and even things that does not. I mean, look at the clouds. Like, that that's beautiful. That's in it, its way a work of art. Yeah, you know. No, absolutely. So, like, so um, it's important to me. It should be important to everyone, and it should be taken more. It should be treated more importantly than it is. Um, yeah, you can talk about politics all day and all and at night, but what about art? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, the arts got the arts helped get us out of the Great Depression, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Yeah, because um, uh, didn't uh, FDR like commission a bunch of artists to do like post office or something along the lines of that? Or
1: yeah, yeah parts of the parts of the New Deal like it did a lot um, as far as hiring artists, and that and that was a big boon. Mm-hmm. Um, and just and even now, like um, we're in this pandemic and things like that, and things feel bleak, but the one thing that has become better and better is entertainment which in and itself is, a, is an art yes so so it's important it's probably like in my opinion like one of the most important things and should be treated much higher than it is
0: I cannot think of a better way to word it myself uh George I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day to sit down and chat I cannot thank you enough uh for what you do both like you know for, with your art. I mean, your strips are either they're completely amazing and out of this world, or they're absolutely relatable. And they're and like you said earlier, it's a nice little break of action from all the weird stuff that we're seeing nowadays. So, once again, thank you so much. I I cannot thank you enough, and I cannot wait to see what's next. So,
1: thank you for having me. I can't so wait to show it all off. Uh, well,
0: we, for those, they definitely need to go over to your Patreon, which should be one of the links below. Go ahead and plug yourself for the people.
1: Okay. yes uh my patreon is uh at geogant well pretty much all of my socials at geogant art um you can check out my portfolio geogantart.com if you want to read beware toddler follow me at beware toddler everywhere um or check out the website at bewaretoddler.com
0: there we go and like i said i'll be sure to have all the links in the below just to make sure that people can find it themselves um do you have any final words before we sign off
1: Thank you for having me. A uh, lot of fun. I really appreciate it. Please read Beware Taller. P- please. And tell your friends.
0: Uh, I, oh, trust me. I'm making a podcast. This is the best way I can tell friends. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, but for that, with everyone else, for everyone else at home, hasta luego, amigos. <laughs>